Hello, thanks for tuning in. Danny the Hex, my name. I'm the owner of Elite Six Business Networking. And what a horrific week it has been. I tried to keep everything normal. Uh, we ran our um, business networking meetings as normal. We didn't have much attendance. A lot of people were either staying away or so stressed about what was happening. On a Friday, we run a think tank meeting, and this is the introduction to our think tank meeting. We normally run that at the Beely on Beely Avenue, and I had to cancel that. And so what we've gone and done is we've gone and got a a hub um, where we can have a, a one central place where we actually meet um, for our meetings, and that is the Mill Building in Addington, which is that uh, red brick place. It's four stories high. And on the second floor, we've got Genius Co-working, so we've set our offices up there. So we've got a full-on kind of recording studio with a lot of help from Elite Six members. We've got the sound pretty good. We've got microphones set up. And what we're actually doing for the last 12 months, we've been running think tank meetings. So we've been getting our members, we come up with a topic, and then we sit there and discuss it openly. So what we're doing now is we're using a Zoom meeting and people can tune into that meeting and okay. watch and participate as the meeting goes in real time. The other really exciting thing is we're now figured out how to actually stream the meetings on YouTube live. And there's also a chat box. Um, so anybody... Don't have to be a member of Elite Six to join our Zoom meeting. We just ask you when you go into the room to put yourself on silent so you don't interrupt us, and then we're just managing it. We're making this up as we go. It's not perfect. There's lots of room for uh, improvements, and there's, we're getting a lot of advice from people, but we're doing it, and that's kind of what you've got to do uh, with your, your business. You've got to reinvent ways to... Um, you know, new services, new products, you can come up with stuff, you know you can, and that's what we're here. So if any of these ideas are coming from anyone, it'll probably be from Elite Six, we've got some awesome people in our networks. So it's a bit of a slow start to the think tank meeting as people get ready and we get used to the technology, but about three to five minutes in, you'll see that we've got the hang of it, and the potential's unlimited, and it is really, really exciting. So um, I won't go on too long. This introduction I'm doing is going to be used for our podcast, so you can listen to it, and also the video. Um, the video. So I'll, I'll merge that in, and um, thanks for tuning in, and, um, and, and keep safe out there. All right, see you guys. I'm just trying to make, make coffee machines, but it's got a bit of a slow start going on. What's the sound like for you? Good, excellent. There you go. Oh, and there's um, Lance, look at that. You clever smarty pants. That's Rally New Zealand's media man in the car, probably doing a rally. <laughs> uh, writing a press release, unfortunately, this morning. So, um, can, um, how's the sound going on this? We haven't got it going. Sounds good, Danny. You, can you hear me okay? I'm just trying to get that sound going here. Okay. Yeah. Um, can't believe things. This thing's the worst thing ever. One minute, please, Corbin. We'll get the sound going. It should be a blessing in disguise, won't it? Sounds good there. Do it another day. Okay, let's go. Let's go there.
Okay, so I'm trying to get the sound right. Not too bad. There's absolutely no way. Same way I keep on asking you questions. I just want to hear somebody talk. So it's like this mess thing where if you want to cast a spell on the if you want to cast a spell, it's like a wizard thing. If you want to cast a spell you try and get the right answer. So it's like it's got this math equation. Does that count as okay. math? So. So Lance is actually on the way here. Is that right, Lance? Yeah. Yeah. He's trying to. Yeah. So if this is going to work, it's going to work if we um, watch. That's not going to help. Yeah. So uh, it won't work otherwise. So if we over talk each other. It won't work. But if we get it, get something going, and we just practice trying to get a sort of a bit of etiquette going, so these guys have got um, the power to mute their microphones, and if they want to speak, they can put a flag up, and we can see them. But give it a go. I mean, at the end of the day, does everyone want to say hi? How is everyone today? Hello. Yeah, that's great, Chris. That's good, mate. Have you got your pants on, mate? No, no, I don't think so. It happened last time. Yeah, no, stand here. So it's cool. So welcome along. So stand up there is probably we uh, had quite a bit of help last night trying to get the sound right. And by standing um, like they are and don't touch the mics, it's pretty good. And also um, we can look at this later on. So if you've got to talk, uh, just talk. I haven't really got a structure for today, but it is uh, 25 to 10. So theoretically the think tank meeting. The reason we moved it here is because uh, over the week I've been trying to sort of keep it all going as normal, pretending nothing's really happening, but everyone's freaking out, everyone doesn't know what to do. But I have found a lot of people actually uh, struggling a little bit to uh, find some practical things they can do while they're waiting for a disaster to happen. Is that right? Yeah. So I thought we could come up with some practical advice or something that we could do to help people or listen to people who have got concerns and maybe in real time come up with some practical solutions. Well, I know that Julia put out a really good email yesterday that she put on our Selwyn group that I thought was fabulous. So Is that the nine? So Julia might like to share about that. Good morning. Yeah, that good. Um, well, I can, I put it on the elite group if you like. It was the email that I sent to my clients because I just feel that we should be quite proactive. I don't think you can pretend that things aren't happening, business hasn't changed. So I went out on the front foot really to tell my clients that 
because they're, they're, they're natural, uh, obviously I do marketing and their natural um, reaction would probably would be to cull some of the marketing. It's probably the worst thing they could do. So I just did a really positive email of what marketing they should be doing and why it was so important. So it was a real, it was a call to action really for my business, but a genuine, genuinely helpful. Um, I think marketing right now just needs to be, um, we, none of us need to be selling, we just need to be looking to be really helpful. So that's what it was. I, I'm happy to put it in the, um, the main elite group as well. I've had a really good response from it. I've had some of the, I've had national companies writing back to me saying, can I, can we do a version of this to our clients and things like that. So it's been, uh, it's been really good. So. Is that the, um, the nine tips for small businesses one or another one? No, it's another one. It's another well, one. You've yeah. been proactive, haven't you? I think you got to be. I think you I think I think your customers are looking for leaders right now. They don't want panic, they want calm, they want leaders, they want people that say, This is what we're doing, this is how we're gonna help you. Uh, we're all in this together, it will end. And that's the message that we've been putting out loud and proud. So and the, then, only, the only thing that I'm noticing is that over the last two days I would have had 70 or 80 emails of which 60 are from firms and bits and pieces putting out their COVID-19 <laughs> thoughts. And it's almost quite overwhelming because some of them are just generated nonsense, really just saying we do care about you and we are conscious about them and we are being health conscious here. That's the underlying yeah. message. But, so it's really about getting those points of difference to genuinely help people. I think yeah. when you are speaking, that's uh, rather than just creating a lot of noise, I'm probably guilty of it myself, but actually create value every time you do it and you go. Because yeah. I think the, the thing, and, and Danny and I were talking about this yesterday, that the thing that we uh, can and perhaps should be doing, helping both ourselves and others around us, is to, to avoid the panic. Because there's a lot of hysteria out there that's driving a lot of things and a lot of reactions. So if we can be the, the calmness in the store, then that would be helpful. And, and I think a lot of, of it is not feeling in control. So do things that help you make, um, well, be more in more control. So um, sort of carrying on with um, Julia's theme, I started thinking this morning, what's the upside? Mm -hmm. you know, and while we're all understand the gravity of the situation and not minimizing it. Um, every situation's got an upside. So start looking for that upside. And there is a massive opportunity yeah. for things. Yeah. I mean, I've, I love, I've been doing podcasting and the think tank meetings and all mm. of a sudden I think, hey, this is a perfect mm. um, opportunity to actually offer support online for people mm. who are sitting at home. And I still don't know how you managed to turn up late to the meeting, Sean, you're at home. How the hell does that happen? I can't hear you. That's good. I'm glad your um, microphone's on mute. Uh, well, yeah, so what's some practical things that we can do? Well, I mean, it's a perfect time to work on the business, isn't it? Yes. I mean, yeah. I, I had a colleague yesterday who said just that, you know, he was home sick with just a normal cold, but he said, actually, it's amazing once you do have a few days to just sit there and think um, what creative things you've come up with. So to give yourself the space to do that and say, actually, this is an opportunity to work on the business and to just really maximise that. Mm. So who needs a new logo? 
Oh, sorry, Stu oh, just lost a lot of work. Yeah, just <laughs> <laughs> yeah my, my work's dried up overnight. Just so is mine. So, yeah. Yeah, now yeah. I actually have time to do my logo and my website and my creative documents yeah. Yeah. and the briefs and all that stuff that I've been putting off for two months. Yeah, and you know, there's a lot of good audio books out there that, um, that could really take you to the next level or into a different area. But it's also reflecting, isn't it? Because yesterday afternoon I spent my time putting my complaints register, which is a mandatory thing that you have to have, into my database so I was fully integrated with my client list. I felt chuffed about that. And reflecting in my own business around insurance brokerage and, and things, you know, three, four weeks ago I was sort of laughing saying, well, this is one of the growth industries, that an undertaking. Perhaps, you know. <laughs> um, uh, uh, but, but at the end of the day, people, people do hunker down. And, and my emerging thoughts is while I can do uh, things with clients remotely and, and uh, whatnot, for me, I'm in that line of business where so much of my initial client contact is face to face type stuff. I'm not a cold caller person, I'll never do that. So that's my little thing that I'm with at the moment is how do I um, find those new clients in this changed environment? I think it's also a really good opportunity to reflect on what I call user stories. That might be um, a bit of an IT term, but they're basically stories about how you've added value to your clients, um, which we don't often give ourselves the time to reflect on, but I think it's also really valuable knowledge that you can mine later in your business development, you know, to sort of weave those stories into how you added value. So all that sort of work that we normally don't do. Yeah. Oh, I got home last night about 12.30 after setting this up. And then Helen says, oh, eight more people have got the virus. And I go, staff, why? <laughs> and then I think, well, how can, how can you not buy into that, that stuff? Like, that's quite negative. And I don't want to, I can't. That's all I've been thinking about all week. Well, I said it's like a roller coaster ride, and you're all on the ride together, and we can't do much but be along for the ride. Either scream your head off and have a great time, or hold the hand of the person sitting beside you. But at the end of the day, I, you know, it's in my face all the time, and everything I'm doing is hurry up. You know, it's talk. It's it's a lot of noise around your business. It's very hard to stay focused. And I think, you know, that's what I'm struggling with. It's going to affect everyone. This is nothing. I mean, there's no doom and gloom message out there, I don't feel. I think this is actually reality and real. So it's like, um, you know, people's incomes are just going to stop. And then we're going to live on the money that's in our bank. And then you think, well, okay, what's some things? I mean, isolating yourself at home is going to help anyone. Feeling shit about your business and the fact that I don't know where to begin. I mean, I honestly, hand on heart, go out there and start uh, – you know, looking for ways to get yourself ready for when it's going to be tons of opportunities out there. And, and, you know, this is sort of perhaps out of the scope of our businesses, but it's a really good time if you are a bit quieter to really plow time into family and personal relationships um, at home, if, you know, if you've got a family at home. So that's um, it's money in the bank for when you get really busy. Go, go walk your dog. Hey, yeah. Yeah. Like you know? Yeah. Um, I have. Yeah. Been having lots of time around the kitchen table. It's been great. We've, we've been finding the opposite, obviously, working in IT. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we've been getting more and more yeah. and more queries. But, I mean, most of our clients are really pretty well set up. 
that there's already ways, you know, there's lots of ways to improve it. And, you know, I would suggest for a lot of uh, businesses, you can just work just as well from home. It just depends on whether your market's evaporated or not. But if the market's still there, then you should be able to do everything you need to do from I've been mean, successfully working from home since July of last year, so that's, that's not the issue at all. It's the issue about accessing in meetings like this or other meetings, but then once you've got, you can do a lot of online meetings. Oh yeah, and, and I do that now, but that's like I was saying before, once you've established that initial relationship, then you can work to make it. Yeah, but you need fine. to establish it. It's, it's meeting those people for the first. Yeah, I, I think too it's really important there's a lot of information that i need to do my work that's quite tacit yeah. you actually need to be face to face and look at body language and look at culture and all that sort of stuff so but you can still you can still do that uh, okay chris i'm saying you still you still can look at body language and things i can see all your body language here in the screen yeah. so i can have face to face meaning it's about just viewing it differently i think like for you mark one of the key things is about um becoming an expert. So establishing yourself as an expert through providing small video snippets of expert advice in the, insur in the insurance industry and pushing those out through the social media channels so that you're the, you become the face of your industry. And this is a chance for you to do it because a lot of people won't be thinking that way. They'll be sitting there going, same, same as what you're doing, going, oh, well, we can't do insurance. Well, actually you can. You could be providing daily snippets on how the, your insurance could be affected by this, what options are available, what you should be thinking of, all those kind of things are providing useful content to your customers who will then go, that's fantastic. We're going to stick with them and other people will be going to see that and they're then going to have to gravitate towards you because they'll remember you. So establishing yourself as the expert in your industry, this is a prime opportunity to take, take hold of that and do that. Good point. Yeah, true. Sean, you had something you were going to say earlier on? You had a mouse in the air? I almost forgot, actually. Okay, next. Um, <laughs> hold on, hold on. Um, what I'm trying to say is, um, um, I have to say for the coronavirus-19, uh, because I got um, information faster than the majorities, therefore we kind of like um, trying to be prepared even though our business ourselves uh, is dropping down extremely fast because of people uh, majority of target customers they're from the Asian communities so they just suddenly dropped for the residentials they don't really they don't really want to do anything they don't really have any needs they don't really want to wash their carpet they don't really want to uh, uh, butter any spiders they just want to stay at home so they don't really want to get in touch with anyone. So that makes us thinking, okay, what are we going to do next? Because we need to feed um, our staff, even though we give them the high protections. We're not really wearing any um, um, the hospital grade mask. We're wearing more like a gas masks. So which just means uh, the protection is good, but um, the the staff need to be feed. I mean, and then we were thinking about uh, what other people actually really need in this stage. And uh, people looking for alcohols, looking for sanitizers. So I've been dealing with um, 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 
some of the suppliers in overseas, including USA, uh, Japan, China, but mainly uh, Taiwan area. But those, um, we, we were trying to get a hold with um, uh, a machines called uh, H-H-O-L-H-H, HCLO producer. So they actually can produce HCLO. Um, that's, that's fantastic sanitizer. You don't have to worry about uh, 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 getting damaged for your, for your fibers in the carpet or whatever. You can use daily at home. You can use whatever, whenever you want. Um, great, fantastic uh, chemicals. So we're trying to get that one um, shift into New Zealand, but uh, I'm also looking for the um, um, national world, not a national world opportunities. So I'm looking for some help from you guys. And uh, you know someone who doing that locally? Does actually what? Doing um, making their machines locally. Um. Not me. Auctionated machine, you mean? Um, the machines produce H L H H C L O. No. No, we got one of those in the arsenal. Yeah. Yeah. No, I wouldn't have a clue on that one, but it's. Um, it's a bleach in yeah. yeah. No, bleach is got a. Um, <coughs> Sure. It's got a sodium inside. Bleach has got a sodium inside. Yeah, that's sodium hypochloride, but it's like a water based. So, you need a machine um, to produce, and you, uh, you put a, a water running water in, and put other ingredients in, and then I can actually I can produce the water, which is more like a eggs based. Um, water rather than um, rather rather than bleach. The bleach Probably is, not the. Um, well, uh, I, I would suggest looking for expertise out at um, Lincoln. There's lots of Crown Research Institutes out there in the universities. Um, they're more likely to help you than mm. us. I would say. <laughs> no, yeah, and that's what our closed Facebook uh, page would be ideal for us too, is mate. Uh, we just got infected by Mark. <laughs> I don't know if you should say things like that. All right, mate. Um, might just move along with some other topics. Uh, what did we come here for today? Can what I just? I think it's. I think it was. Julie, I don't let Julie have a go, and then we'll go for you. Julie's got the ball. Okay, I was just going to say that I think it's good though that Sean's looking for something new. I think some of us are going to have to pivot quite a lot. Some of us might end up selling something quite different than what we do now, and I think that's okay. I don't think we should close our minds to that. Um, on. Instagram this morning, Black Estates, um, the winery, they've put a thing out saying that they're going to deliver for free to your door so you don't have to, so wine can come to our door, so I thought everything's going to be okay. Oh, um, so that was good. But then they added on next week they're going to add in food parcels, which I just thought they've, they've never done that before. That's them adding in something else. So the local coffee shop where we have our elite meeting, they're going to start delivering coffees. They're going to start delivering food parcels to people in isolation. You've got to, you've got to, I think we've got to innovate a little bit and pivot, and maybe we end up selling something quite different and don't be scared of that, and it might make, ultimately, your business stronger because you'll have multi-layers of things that you haven't got now. So I think there is opportunity to look for other things and 
keep your mind open to it. Yeah. The digital age is, is a blessing in disguise. I had a couple of people who just struggled to download and get Zoom going on their phone. And I'm going, mm. just click that button. You won't break it. Oh, I don't know what to do. And I said, just click. The, I didn't say it quite so politely. But I think, yeah, you've got to embrace that change and for, put yourself outside your comfort zone, yeah? Um, tell um, us what you're doing, um, Chris, because you run a business where your business is basically – it could take a dynamic change if it hasn't already this week. Yeah, my business is pretty much dead in the water at the moment. Um, so uh, obviously with the martial arts classes and self-defense and in-school programs, uh, they all require physical contact, really. Um, there's no other way around it. Um, we've done some classes where we have uh, distance between people, but that proves relatively difficult to actually get the messages across. So one of the things that we've done is, um, and we've got our first round of them all this um, weekend, is we've completely converted um, our classes to being virtual classes. So we're able to offer um, a whole normal program um, completely virtually uh, to our students so they can connect via Zoom. Uh, same as what we're doing here, they connect via Zoom and I've set up my uh, studio at home and I can provide all the martial arts instruction, um, all the stripe tipping, the badges, even the gradings can all be done virtually. So we've been putting that in place and we roll out the first lot of classes on the weekend. Um, if, if we didn't do that, then I would say that when this is all over, we wouldn't have a club to come back to at all. Um, so we'd have to start again. Uh, complete from scratch which is very annoying considering we're just getting lots of momentum so um you gotta you gotta just kind of embrace the change almost and and push forward and it's interesting like at the moment just watching in my industry no one else in my industry is even mentioning this kind of thing but if you can there's opportunities to be at forefront and be front runner at the moment in the industry just by a smart use of technology that is widely available that people necessarily aren't thinking about um and it, it opens up new opportunities like Danny and everything you guys are saying because there's a in my area in sports and with children and their mental well-being and trying to keep them active if they have to go home which is likely next week I suspect schools will be closed that what are they going to do there's no after school programs there's no weekend sports there's no uh going to the swing pool there's no going out to their mate's place. So what are they going to do? Well, we actually are providing a virtual fitness and virtual sports package will give people another thing that they could consider that perhaps they couldn't do before. Um, so it does open up an opportunity um, to to do that. So we'll run our first virtual classes and then we'll, we might even advertise Julia on, um, on Facebook around at virtual fitness classes and things instead of our normal advertising focus to get the people into classes themselves at a physical location. Um, but it's a huge pivot for us. Um, and it's a, it's a huge mind shift in your thinking about how you have to operate your business and what you're going to do. Um, hello. Chris, you can even do things like um, newsletters and getting the kids to do so many skills and who does the most skills that week or that day. And so you're always in contact with them. You've got yeah. lots of time for that sort of thing. 
yeah, we're issuing be issuing like um, weekly challenges and things for the kids and, and people to do. So, and then we're providing short snippets of other challenges and exercises they can do, and just trying to engage with them completely differently. Yeah. yeah. How are you going to monetize that? Because they're obviously paying a membership fee of some sort now. So, are you hoping they're just going to carry on? We're not. Cha- we're aiming at the moment not to change anything. So, um, the way we're looking at it is, well, you're still getting the service from us, you're still getting your classes, you're still getting me personally, it's okay, you're not getting physical, it's slightly different there, but you're getting everything else there and we'll provide you still the badges, the stripes, we can probably even provide you additional classes because it's being done virtually and you don't have to travel anywhere or book anything, I can provide additional. Um, in our case, we have everything videoed, so they still have access to all that material. So at the moment, we're not considering a, a change in membership at all um, and new people if they want to come will pay a membership as normal um, just yeah. trying to keep that there but I guess we have to the proof will be in the pudding this weekend because we have to issue our invoices for next month so um, I think a lot of the time you might actually have a pleasant surprise how much the young people might embrace it and actually like it Yeah, and you might even get mum and dad helping them at the same time and that's going to be a bit of the family all around anyway absolutely yeah. in, um, Julia yeah, in the UK, Joe Wicks is a hit. Um, he does hit classes online all the time. Mm-hmm. And um, he's doing a 9 till 9.30 every weekday morning because the UK school's closed this week. So he's doing it, and it's all for free. But this will build your list, build your audience, and then drive them into the membership. And it's, he's had millions of shares, cause it, he's, and he's aiming his ads at the parents but this half an hour every day, I'm going to get your kids active. I'm going to get them to enjoy sport. I'm going to give them something to do. And he's just building his list. So mm. it's, great, it's great what you're doing, but there's that option as well to get into mm. new people. And you could end up with classes all over New Zealand going forward forever. We have a, we have a, um, a box hit class, which is on tonight, which we're probably going to uh, shift to being virtually. Like you say, it'll be, we're looking at offering that just as a, a very free, free available to the community class instead of um, pay for extra. Maybe you can help me. I, I was trying to stream this on Facebook Live, but for some reason it won't let me. Bit of a pain, but that's the ultimate, really, isn't it? People can join in on Zoom, and then obviously other mm-hmm. people can watch it on um, Facebook Live and also YouTube. I think you've got to have so many subscribers before you can do that. Mm-hmm. All right. One. Anyone know how to do that? I can do it with a hand. <laughs> yeah. Um, you just said there was virtual bands that were starting up. Tell us about that. Yeah, the, the um, online sing-alongs they're doing. So whether it's on uh, just basically live streaming, so it starts off with just one guy and anyone dials in just joins in the song. Or you can just watch it. But now fans are thinking that instead of replacing gigs and cancelling, they go to the gig, they set up the gig, they play it. Instead of people being there, they're just going to live stream it. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like pay per view as well. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. But it's, uh, yeah, just trying to get people to not go insane. Yeah. Sean, it's your moment to shine. Uh, yeah. Um, hold on a sec. Yeah, basically, I just want to say uh, regarding the Chris ones, um, um, that is, it's going to be the way they. Um, primary school and adult, um, they even um, doing um, like outside activities at home now. So, which just means you, you maybe you need to be prepared um, your business, maybe you're going to take off 
quite soon. And um, for people who really want to get in touch face to face to have a lecture or have a lessons, definitely not necessary. I mean, that is that is what actually happening right now in China. So um, I reckon if you get the Zoom to be prepared and then uh, present that to uh, the primary school, that will be help a lot. They will they will need that. They will need that definitely. Sorry, I just got it. Have you got any problems like that at the moment? Like you schools, do you? No, we don't have any schools. Schools, right? There's nothing. Right. That's, I know Cambridge University, and now from Monday, they will be purely online. When your friends are juiced there, and everything will be through dial up now to lectures, one on ones, everything. There's a big fundamental fact, though, is that if your children are home, then who's looking after them? And then that's, that's the other side of it. I did hear in the UK that they were leaving the children of the people helping others. In the health sector. Yeah. 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 Being, being an ex-principal, my wife is a principal, uh, she's in a low diesel area, and 85% of their community aren't connected. Oh, wow. So you look at those sorts of things, and they actually will be the haves and have nots in terms of being able to digitise and send out messages out there. Aren't they um, addressing that though and um, looking at how to provide free Wi-Fi to everyone? Well, you might have the Wi-Fi, but they may not have the device to operate. Oh, I see. Yeah. Mm. All right. So, uh, yeah, okay. So, anyone else got any topics? I, what in, terms, in terms of schooling, okay. I'm, you know, no one knows when they'll close schools down. Um, mm. I think they will hear the messages from overseas, but try and keep them open as long as possible because you want to keep things normal. And, and I'm guessing, and, I, and listening to the uh, Secretary General of Health yesterday, um, they are thinking that unless there's community spread in a given location, they will react to that. And that, it may well be that rather than nationwide shutdowns, it might be in that city or that. Yeah, Localised. Hmm. Yeah. It'll be today. Yeah, I don't think it's far away either. There's only two weeks till the term ends, and I suspect that uh, they'll see out this week and then they'll turn around and say, look, as of Monday, because it gives people a couple of days to get things sorted and everything else. Um, but I'm, pick, I'm picking it's going to be, if not today, it'll be early next week. Yeah, I've got bets on by the end of next week. Hey, that's, <laughs> what, that's what we could do, guys. I'm, I'm betting that they'll actually try and stagger through to the holidays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know how many new infections there's been. I think we're up to 28 is last yeah. count I saw. Mm-hmm. Well, 28 across the whole of New Zealand, and that's what they know about. And all the new infections were from people coming in from overseas. I would hope that they carry on until the end of the term. I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that, that's my prediction. Mm-hmm. So, so we, the discussion really is about helping small to medium-sized businesses sort of get by day-to-day and all that sort of stuff, um, and also the growth of your business. Thank you, Rob. I was wondering if you were going to say something to that. Well, I was. It was before, but... I went, I went into the library yesterday to work on my business, and I ended up spending three hours bombarding the MPs saying that we need to shut our borders. <clears throat> and I bombarded all of my friends and the whole lot because we've got 28 positives 
every single one has flown into this country. We need to shut the borders right now because everything that we're talking about, going online, changing our businesses, changing the way that we do stuff, is all because our government is letting the virus fly in. I think yeah, they shut. They shut. No, no, they haven't. Because because 23 of those 28 are Kiwis coming back. No, it's done right. I'll still come back, but yeah. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Facts are, no, they haven't. 23 of the 28 were Kiwis coming back, and Kiwis are still allowed to come back. Yeah. It's non-Kiwis that can't come in as of midnight last night. And I think that what we should be doing is looking at ourselves as New Zealand citizens and wanting more of our government. Because as the top guy in the state said, this thing can't carry itself. It needs to be carried around by humans. It can't move itself. It has no legs. And if we actually shut our borders down and quarantine the people that came in, right, then we wouldn't have to shut schools change our businesses, imports, exports, still globe in and out of the water. Life goes on as normal. We've got a unique situation here. And I think what we should be doing is encouraging everybody to lobby the government to do what is a big call politically, but if all the people want that to happen. Do you think they're actually sitting happen. there in front of their computer waiting for the emails and reading all the emails? What do you think they're running around? I, I, I think that they're politicians I yeah. before anything else and yeah. they're making political decisions. Yeah. I actually think that people are misunderstanding what the government is trying to do. They're trying to slow it down, not stop it. Exactly. Yeah, no. So, so uh, I don't think that's a problem. We can't expect to be isolated from coronavirus forever. Sooner or later, it's going to spread through our population. No. Yes. Yes, you're in La La Land if you think we can actually no, stop because it preventing that, spreading that through New Zealand. the conversation that's not being had, is that this will not spread if it does not fly into the it country. It will spread. But you it's not going to come from nowhere. Yeah, yeah, it hasn't come from nowhere in any other country. Yeah. cases. As soon as you open your border again, it's going to come in from somewhere. It, it, it doesn't matter. It's just it's 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 your, your do not open the border, and in twelve months from now, there is likely to be a vaccine. And all of these so models that the people are coming up with are, are incredibly economically disruptive. Yeah. And if people spend a billion dollars quarantining everybody that comes into this country, that is a pittance compared to what we're going to have to do. I, I, I have a, 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 a sort of an argument with that whole theory because my take on it is when I'm a website developer and somebody says I've got a nephew or a cousin that can develop a website for 300 bucks, why would I use you? Is I'm a professional at doing what I do. So if I was to say I want to start telling the governments and all those uh, professional people what they should be doing, I, let's hope that they've been trained up to know exactly what to do in that particular case. We're not experts. Yeah. We get assets more to medium-sized business owners. <laughs> and I guess my emerging view is somewhere between those points there. I'm not overly worried about those Kiwis coming in because at least they do have a place to quarantine themselves in. The trigger for the government was that, that uh, Danish backpacker roaming around down Queenstown. That was a final straw plus to um, 
um, people were turned around at the border and flying back because they had no alternative. So I, I understand that there can be too extreme and just completely shutting. But in terms of, you know, it's always going to be here, I would say no, because um, vaccines will be developed. Because if we use that analogy, um, you know, Mars, SARS and bird flus, which have been the past pandemics, would still be everywhere now. And they're not. They're basically being contained and eliminated. Yeah, but not all viruses are the same. You know, no, you're no, and they will mutate, so, and that's that's natural. Yeah. I mm. just think we've got a particularly effective virus at the moment, and um, we need to get to a point where we've got herd immunity safely. So we've got to slow mm. it down and flatten the curve. Yeah. But we do need to let spread it through New Zealand. Oh, slow oh, yeah. it. Well. Uh, yeah, I, I, well, when I got home last night and Helen said eight more people got it, I was fucked off to be really blunt, you know, and I was like, why? You know, and I get that. That's it's because the borders are Well, yeah, and it's, but there, is the economy more important than the disease? If we shut a country down and cut everything off, I know the travelling, I, I don't understand the people having to travel and come to New Zealand, but is it really, uh, is that why, why didn't China... You know, they shut down lots of things. They didn't shut down everything, but they got it going, even if their stats are wrong. China now have not only shut their border, they have shut their towns, they have shut their apartment buildings, they have shut everything. Mm. That is how they have shut it down, because initially they didn't have anything to go on, and it spread and it peaked. This, this model that they came up with of several small peaks is a mathematical model it is not based on any real life situation. And no, I do not trust our government. I do not trust any government. But if you stand back and look at uh, Canada, United States, Australia, New Zealand, uh, South Korea, Japan, Russia, Iran, they are all governments. They are all in possession of expert knowledge. They are all politicians. They are all coming up with completely different scenarios, but none of them has a water border. New Zealand does, and we do not have any community spread. And the rate of community spread for this particular virus is incredibly low. We, we're actually advantaged because our population is low and our, our population distribution is low shut the borders, we don't have the virus. Once those 28 people are over the virus, it is not here and life goes on. But life's not gonna go on as long as we allow a government to let that in. So, are you okay. saying shut yeah. New Zealand is out of New Zealand? Right I reckon now, they're shut too late. The shut board too late, definitely. I don't I've agree had, with I've that. I mean, spotted. if you were overseas traveling and you wanted to come home, this is a country that you live in normally. You're saying the New Zealand government just say to them, stop it, you're on your yeah. own, wherever you are. The, okay. the, ethical question, the ethical question here is there's 60,000 New Zealanders who are on extended holidays or short-term work visas. Most of them, from what I'm hearing in these mostly infected places, um, no longer have work. So they actually can't physically survive and provide for themselves in those countries and the countries themselves are saying, you need to leave. I've obviously been to oh. China and, and, and India recently and if I was stuck over there, I probably would respect not having to worry. If I went back home because of whatever reason, I'd just have to make doing wherever I were. 
Uh, I think um, what we're discussing here today isn't really about the political side of it, what we're doing. We're really looking at the fact that, let's say New Zealand is shut off from the rest of the world and we're the small businesses. You know, we're looking for ways of actually um, surviving, really, isn't it? Because this is obviously massive. Everyone's passionate about it. Everyone's got an opinion. No, no one's right. No one's wrong. Um, but at the end of the day, uh, we, we aren't going to get a bailout from the government, are we? We, we have to create our own business. How can we so help each other? I think, I think I talked to my accountant yesterday. She said, keep an eye on the packages that are coming out for contractors. So I'm a contractor at the moment. So she said there might be some fallback for me if I can prove that my income's gone down. Yeah, um, still, still yeah, so yeah. traders are still in there though. Yeah. Classify as contractors. Yeah, right. Traders. So you know, yeah. keep an eye on what's yeah. coming out. Um, mm. There might be something. I looked at it last night. All yeah. you need to be is registered as a sole trader or yeah. company and prove that you've lost thirty percent. Yeah. yeah, there you go. And we've got a, an yeah. accountant coming uh, here on Monday, and we're gonna he's gonna tell people what they're uh, entitled to, and we'll put that out as a podcast as well. So I mean, yeah, I get, I get we're all, but I mean, sorry, uh, Sean, good man. Yeah. So basically, what I'm trying to say is, um, um, for the period we're shutting down ourselves, um, it is quite good opportunities to seeking another way out. Um, in China, it's not really hundred percent of them. Um, been shutting down actually uh, you imagine people really want to go home they will figure out a way to go home but once they arrive at the airport and what they saw in China what they do is for individual ones they does um, the isolation has been well organized so that actually creating lots of um, jobs opportunities for for the people who are really looking for for jobs for um, for um, tourism industries, they changed the way to serving people who are actually doing isolation, uh, isolations. For cleaning industries, for uh, uh, taxis, uh, bus drivers, they they <coughs> excuse me, they have oh, um, they have they have different ways. <coughs> they have different way to act. And besides, for those people who really can't do anything, they will expect a, a huge jump, uh, huge jump out after the the isolation period. So if you have them, like if you're selling goods in stock, and after the isolations, your 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 sales gonna be jump off. So basically, you'd be well prepared during this period. And then you can make money afterwards. So it's not really, it's not really horrible things for isolations, for, for country border shutdowns, for people can't really go in home. It's not that stories. So you have to be prepared as a small business. Uh, you're thinking about what you can do in your industries, and then you have a look at other people's examples, like what other, you know, what other similar. Uh, industry people, what they do in China, and then you copy to your um, company, and then you'll be guys successed. I reckon that is um, what what I can tell from the um, from so far, like what I can share with you guys. Yeah, cool. Thank you very much. Excellent. Uh, yep, that's it. Um, 
just a thought about Mother Nature. So Mother Nature is rubbing her hands at the moment at the um, improvement in climate change indicators with the pollution. Um, with the lesser pollution, dolphins in Venice and all kinds of cool stuff happening. Um, I like dolphins. Yeah, so again, this That's is good. sort of like an upside developing. Can we, yeah. as Elite 6, so, um, so build on that somehow. I don't know. Yeah. Like, there's lessons to be learned. To be I like the laugh. I'm, we've got a few, I know a few greenies, and they're all talking about yeah. you know, living within their own backyard yeah. and being self-sufficient. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I think, well, here's your opportunity to, to do that. Mm. You know, yeah, I've planted yeah. some yeah. stuff. Yeah. How can we make it last yeah. after this is over? Because yeah. you know? they might be permanent things. Yeah. There'll be permanent changes, yeah. and there'll be new industries as a result of that. Yeah, well, that'd be cool. Yeah, well, let's be new industry leaders, is yeah. what we're talking about, isn't yeah. it? And in, in my presentation I did to the group yesterday, where there's been the most deaths in China and in northern Italy, both of those um, were hitting populations uh, that had um, respiratory High smoking rates. And that was through high smoking, particularly in China, and pollution. And in um, northern Italy, that's the industrial heartland of Italy, but it's also the most polluted region in Europe. And so those uh, were exacerbating factors that have started to emerge now. Well, mm. mm. yeah, well, we, I think if any business is successful, it's sharing your knowledge, experience, and skills. So why don't we start thinking this way and start thinking, well, how can we? You know, it not monetize what, what's happening, but yeah. futuritize ourselves so that we're more nimble. I mean, I love technology and I think that's really good, but I tell you what, when they switch the internet off, that's going to kill me. And, you know, I remember Einstein said, I don't know how they're going to fight World War Three, but I can tell you how they're going to fight World War Four: sticks and stones. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, think that way. I mean, it is about, it is about uh, as I've said a few times when I went to Bangladesh, less money than any other country, same with Cambodia, and they have communities. And they all their communities only have about 15 to maybe 50 people in each community. And then you go down the road, you find another community, and they all look after each other. Mm -hmm. And you know, and I think that's where, you know, where we, a lot of people running into the shop and grabbing rolls of toilet paper, because, you know, what the hell? They actually <laughs> make toilet paper. I heard the, the toilet paper has been stolen from the public toilet. How come that happened? Uh, <laughs> and and this is not neurovirus. And the police have got nothing to go on. Yes. So it's not even like you can run out of fresh food. You run out of the frozen stuff. Yeah, it's convenient. I really want to ask. Why Why? toilet paper? Why? It's because it's made in New Zealand and it's good shit. Yeah, well, Al Clinton's got a few. He was trying to sell me a few pieces before. I just went in my brain and straight out again, which isn't unusual. Julie, you've been quiet for a while. I just think it's really important that we all, who you hang around with, 
right now matters more than ever. I think as a business owner, that's really important because we can all feel isolated when you run your own business anyway. But right now, who you're talking to, whether it's remotely or face-to-face, becomes even more important. And we've got to stay really positive and really help each other stay, help each other pivot, help each other find new markets, help each other learn technology and just be really generous with your time and your knowledge as a group, as a community and all of us will do better. That's where I'm at. So. I think we should all hold hands and sing Kumbaya now. I think it's so true, Julia, because we've all got so much more time now on our hands that we should be helping everybody else if we can. Mm. I've got a long list of software I should have learned a long time ago, so I'm going to do it all now. I've written it all out, and I'm actually going to sit down and do it all, and it's good. I'm quite excited about some of the things. So uh... I'm going to do a lot more podcasts, and I'm looking forward to doing that. Just that passive income that um, you should have need income, but one guy's a Sparky in our group. He lost twenty thousand dollars worth of work just straight away. People just stopped those jobs, and he said, "But the thing is, I don't need to buy materials." and all the costs that go incur that. So his bills that he's paying each month are gonna go down as well. So his so net loss might only be 5K. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. <coughs> Sean. Oh, uh, yeah. This, isolation, mate. This is, your, this is your lotion, bro. <laughs> Spray that in your throat. <laughs> all right, ah. so we've got about 10 minutes left. Um, where have we gone with this? Little passionate. Rod's still got his arms crossed. Body language is terrible, bud. <laughs> well, you know, I, I see it. Yeah, I see it all real well. But uh, I think I think that over the several last several months, that a lot of people have been talking about their processes in their business, and, and most of us don't have any written processes down, and we I'm don't. Not- do not examine what we're doing and why we're doing it so this is an opportunity to i guess you could kill two birds with one stone you could do what chris is suggesting go online and become the expert in your field and at the same time as as essentially teaching other people you're going to realize the gaps in your own knowledge and teach yourself or learn from the act of trying to teach. Definitely the time to hit the YouTube tutorials, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> or we'll, we'll create them in some way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah and you know, it's just giving me an idea. What? I'll do a podcast on how to. Something I did, uh, I had uh, doing a commercial for Elite Six, and I had Pablo, a videographer, put together a video and finished up. I had a speech I was writing for my speaking course, and I got him to video it. And I nailed the presentation, it was three minutes and 20, 41 seconds. And then I've put it on YouTube and yesterday I had, I've had up to 20,000 people view it. And it's more of a character reference than uh, anything to do with sales pitch because it was all about my story of dyslexia. And I'm actually getting a lot of new, so I was advertising it. I started advertising it yesterday because I thought I'll get some traction on it. There's a lot of people at the moment actually on social media because they're keeping up with the news and they're, they're watching it all the time. So they're going to get distracted along the way. So if 20,000 people, I wouldn't normally get it on a video. So now I've boosted it for $500 and I'm getting in front of 27,000 people a day, but the ratio is really good. And I'm using it to build my character and my, I, I, I listen to Gary Vanderchuk quite a lot. And I believe that everyone should have a personal brand. And that's for the last 12 months, I've just been focusing on that. And it's actually starting to make a bit of a difference. 
but sometimes you do content, 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 and, and eventually you bump into people and they go, oh, see, I've been watching you. A lot of people watch and don't interact. Mm-hmm. I think it's a good opportunity now to actually look at your personal brand, look at your branding, uh, you know, and do something with it. And the days of sitting there looking at stuff going, oh, I must do that. You know, and, and I've been having a lot of people give me reasons why they can't attend our meetings. And I've heard them all. <laughs> and I've found that the, what I like about Elite Six at the moment is the type of people that we've got there are go-getters. And, you know, we have had 1,300 people in the last, uh, since I've been keeping track, five or six years come through and leave. And we've now got 100 really good buggers. No, we were just looking at Sean's eyes because he's a big white bits in his eyes. Did he? Yeah, did you? Are you all right, Sean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Put your head up. Yeah. yeah they, you could do with an eyebrow uh, shave as well, bro. All right. So in saying that, um, what with the Elite Six next week, what we'll be doing is running our meetings 7.30, 9.30. Uh, we'll be running them here instead of the cafes around town. And also, we've been putting them on Zoom so that people can join the meetings. And I think that's quite good at the moment. I felt sorry for the cafe this morning. I rang up and said, we're not turning up. And they said, oh, Toastmasters didn't have their meetings today. So they had set up our chairs for our Think Tank meeting last night. And, um, and, they, and they're really good about it, actually. They're lovely. So there's a lot of cafes and bars that are, um, you know, every business is worried. That's my point. And, and don't deny the fact that I've let them worry. Given this is a dry place, you can still support those cafes and bars by getting your takeout coffee to go and bring it. Exactly. And I paid $6.20. Don't go to that one. They definitely can do the lowering. They charge $10 for their coffee. This is the thinking. If the cafe has gone down the numbers and they need to survive, and $10 for a coffee versus $5, it's, it doesn't, it's not going to make any difference. No, it's I wouldn't go. I wouldn't care. You wouldn't care. I wouldn't go. Yeah, I've learned now not to go to that one. I mean, the isolated people, they like, they have to. Anybody else, you know, help them out. No, this is the whole thing. And you can react to what is going on, or or you can step back, have a look at, at what you think is going to happen and decide now how that is going to look and what you're going to do for that, and then you're ahead of the game, right? But if you're reacting, right, then you're with everybody else. Well, that's, that's the point, Robin. I mean, that actually brings in the whole toilet paper story. That's just emotion at play, and that's what we need to step back from and be aware of. Spend the weekend thinking about what we can deliver in terms of value, and just identify where the emotion is and make sure that we're in the like My daughter and I have just joined the local gym and, um, you know, and we haven't been going for various reasons, part of it because we've been a bit nervous. But, um, you know, even if it closes down for the next four to five months, um, I've already decided I'm still going to keep my subscription going because... I want them to be there when it's all over. You know, it's a it's a really good gym. So yeah, it's making those sort of decisions you know, yeah. to not pull the plug on them. Yep. Yeah, I agree. Uh, keep paying your least six subscriptions, everybody. <laughs> uh, I think uh, if you've listened to all those motivational books and they talk about staying focused and being driven and not getting distracted by the noise around you, get a project, put it on your desk, and stay focused on it. 
come up with a strategy around getting it done, an action plan. And I think that's going to, you know, there's a, as I say, there's a lot of distractions out there. I mean, Helen, yesterday, um, I wanted her to come in here and help me set this up. She didn't love me, so she didn't. I had my son Oh, right, yes. But um, you, you've got a project that you're starting, and you're on, and you're on a mission. And when, when she's on a mission, I, as soon as I heard her say that, I'll lead you to that, because you get that, uh, it's like being, filling your tank up with um, petrol. Mm -hmm. You can now go for a long travel distance. Um, I was feeling a bit weary yesterday because I've been up to mid midnight every day. But I mean, I think also keeping an eye on your, uh, what am I trying to say, Danny? Your, your mindset, your health, get enough sleep, feed yourself properly. Don't listen to negative, expel it as quick as you can. Yeah, uh, mind the gap, you know. It's um, programmed to look out for danger and the negative and um, you've got to keep it in context. Mm. Mm. All right, so I'm going to be leaving this on anyway after the meeting so people can drop in and all that sort of stuff. How do I promote Zoom? Anyone got any ideas? Because I think this would be really good for businesses who are freaking out. Promote Zoom to who? Well, business people like yourself who are at home are too, too worried and don't want to leave the door. But if you guys on Zoom now, have you found it? Well, we, if we did a um, blog post or somebody did a blog post, we could all share it on our Facebook pages. Oh, thank goodness. So, then how much content I share for other people. And very rarely do I find people doing it themselves, you know. And I think that's the best. It, it really makes a huge difference. So to give you an idea that, oh, sorry, I'll just adjust my mic. That video of me, <laughs> um, I paid $500 yesterday to have the video of me talking about dyslexia. But why I did that is 98 people shared it. And all of a sudden I'm getting all this traffic. And it makes such a huge difference. So if you see other content, not talking about the Zoom room meetings, but anything that's good that will help, share it. You know, my personal Facebook page doesn't really exist anymore because I've got more people interacting with me on my personal one than my business one. So, yeah, I think that's that's quite a valuable thingy. Use the people here as, as your backdrop too. You know, if you want to do a, a video blog, just people want to jump in the background and be part of it. Yeah. Give, give yourself some credibility. It's vital, I, I think, to maintain for as long as possible these sorts of groups. Um, yeah, we can have that technology solution but I, and, and it's really useful and it's proven useful but it's the face-to-face -face stuff we don't want to lose that no, I don't. no definitely not but uh, Zoom's been quite effective right you know Julia Chris Paul? yeah and Bronwyn from anyway face-to-face so um yeah I guess the next thing is you know get the big screen so they're life-size. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Larger than life. <laughs> I love my screen. I actually oh, had that before me. I bought that back so I could use it properly. Now, awesome, guys. All right, well, we'll leave it there so people can get some stuff done. And also any, any suggestions, um, ping them in an email. If you are creating content, um, we have on Elite 6, you can post your blog. But often when I write a blog, I post it on uh, three different websites and on my LinkedIn account as well. So if you've got any blogs that you write for your own website, give us a copy. And I published one of Julia's um, the other day. Not, was it nine tips for small business? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, nine. it was really good. Hey, can yeah. Julia share that email? Yes, I'll put it on the, um, the, in the elite group, the main elite group. Yeah. Yeah. 
All right. Well, so how do we sign this off then? Do we just like unplug you guys? We just Bye. leave. Bye. Bye. <laughs> See you guys. Thank you very much. Feel like they've left us. <laughs> he was on for about 20 minutes after yesterday's morning. <laughs> yeah. 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 Ye